Hello, honey, and welcome to the Healthy Emmy Podcast. I am your go-to nutritionist for plant-based weight loss and the creator of the eight-week Slim on Starch program. If you want to learn how to lose weight and keep it off on a plant-based diet, you've come to the right place. And the best part, it does not involve counting calories or restricting portions. This is the podcast version of my YouTube videos, so if you'd like to see the woman behind this voice, Proceed at your own caution and go to the show notes where you'll be directed to the Healthy Emmy YouTube channel. Otherwise, enjoy your commute, walk, workout, or whatever the heck it is that you're doing with just my voice on this podcast. Today, I'm introducing you to one of my private coaching clients, Shelly. What I love about Shelly's story is she talks about how terrified she was to begin coaching. She says that after she sent in her application to do private coaching with me and a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, she instantly regretted it. She said that she got on the call with me and she was so nervous the whole time and she was terrified that this wasn't going to work for her. As you'll hear about in the story that she tells, she struggled with binge eating, you know, going out late at night and getting food, having food be this escape for her, something that she really felt that she was addicted to, addicted to food. And she thought, this is not, nothing has worked for me. Why would this work for me? This is a huge investment. I don't know this if this is going to work. And I think the results speak for themselves because she released almost 50 pounds through the course of our work together. And her before and after is just shocking. She glows now. She's so proud of herself, which is my favorite part of this whole thing you know she posts the before and after photos and she's like look at what I've done look at who I am this is the real me and it all started from her being absolutely terrified as she sent in her application to do private coaching I think that you're really gonna identify with this story she's very vulnerable and so I appreciate you Shelly for being so open and honest during this because I know that a lot of people are probably going to identify with this and if you identify with Shelly's story then go to healthyemmy.org apply for private coaching with me because this can happen for you too. As Shelly says, she was completely terrified. She instantly regretted sending in her application because she was so scared. And she said, I don't know if this is gonna work, but let's get into the interview. It is so inspiring. Let's do it. Let's start at the very beginning where you remember your relationship with food and your body starting. Well, as a kid, uh, we were very poor, so there was food was very scarce. So whatever we were served, you had to eat all of it, and there wasn't getting any more. If you were still hungry, like that was it. Whatever you got is what you got. And so once I was no longer living with my parents, I was like, okay, well, there's lots of food around. I can actually eat whatever I want. So I started eating lots and lots of everything fast food all the time because that was something we never really did much of and if we did it was very rare and we would get like the same thing which whatever was the cheapest so once I finally started making my own money and was on my own I was like okay I can get whatever food I want as much as I want because nobody's here to control me so that's what I did I just started going crazy at eating at fast food places. And it was very often I would go to the gym. And then after the gym at like two o'clock in the morning, I would go to whatever fast food places was open and get a bunch of burgers. Cause I was like, Hey, I just worked out so I can sit here and I can eat this many burgers. And it's fine because I did a couple hours at the gym. 
and I kept that up for a while. And um, after having my kids, when I was pregnant with my last child, I weighed 230 pounds and I was very depressed about it. Very depressed. But I told myself, well, right now I'm pregnant, so there's nothing I can really do about it. So just do something after you have your have, have the baby. So after I had them, I was under 200 pounds and I told myself, okay, I'm not doing this again. I can't weigh over 200 pounds. This is crazy. I was like, I need to get this under control. And I started feeling even more uncomfortable and insecure about myself because I saw the sizes of my clothes gradually going up. And I remember when I was using, wearing a size eight and now I was at an 18, eventually I got up to a size 22. I was like, I don't like this. This is very uncomfortable. I don't feel healthy. Like walking was painful. My feet and knees were always hurting. I was like, I don't think this is how it's supposed to be. <laughs> like I shouldn't feel like this, this isn't normal. So I was like, okay, let's start doing research, start figuring out how I can start, stop, stop gaining so much weight. So little by little, I started cutting out the fast food, but I still didn't know what I was doing. And then everybody around me didn't know what they were doing as far as eating either. But I wanted to try to do better than everybody around me, which was a struggle because I'm avoiding fast food. And then everybody else around me is bringing the fast food around. So I kept trying for figuring out for a while what to do. And then my mother-in-law suggested, she had this client that was talking about the HCG, which was a shot and it was supposed to help you lose weight. But the only way for it to work is if you ate 500 calories a day or less. I was miserable. I also looked horrible. I looked like people used to tell me that I looked like I was dying and they were asking me if I was okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? They were like, you don't look good. But it never registered that I was eating so little bit that that's what it was. I felt horrible. I had no energy. I was always tired. I was in a horrible mood. I was always thinking about food, but couldn't eat the food because I had to stay under 500 calories. So I did that for a while. I did lose some weight, but then I ended up gaining it all back because as soon as I stopped eating 500 calories, I started eating everything. <clears throat> I tried, we tried, I actually, my husband has, um, his uncle was a personal trainer. So we started asking him for advice and he's like, oh, well, you need to stay away from carbs because carbs is bad. No potatoes, no rice. And if you do have it, you have to have it very rarely if ever, and your best friend should be oatmeal, have oatmeal if you want some sort of starch, but that's it. Um, eat lots and lots of meat because you need your protein. So we did that for a while, avoiding carbs as much as we could. Then eventually we came across the keto diet and then decided, okay, perfect. He suggested no carbs as, or as little carbs. So I was like, okay, this has to work then. So we tried that and I joined all these groups online that were also for keto to get advice. And I hear people saying, oh, they feel so much energy. They feel wonderful on the diet. And I'm like, okay, when is this supposed to start? So they were like, oh, you need to be on it for a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks passed, still didn't feel better. A couple of months passed, still didn't feel better. But I kept doing it anyway because I was losing weight. But I was like, I still don't feel good. Everybody's saying how they feel so wonderful. They have all this energy. They can go for runs and do this and that. I'm like, I can't. 
I would go and lift weights and struggle and have to take energy drinks in order to get through the workout because I just couldn't do it. My body was just exhausted and drained. So I tried keto for a while. And then after watching some documentaries, I became vegan and was like, okay, maybe now I can lose some weight being vegan. But to me, that meant eating vegan junk food, which I started binging on lots of vegan junk food because it was delicious. But that just made me gain back all the weight that I had lost on keto. And because now that I was vegan, I was eating carbs all over again. I just went out of control. I missed bread. I missed rice. I missed everything. So once I became vegan and was eating all this, everything, I gained all the weight that I had lost back. I lost, I think about 20, maybe 30 pounds on keto. And I didn't feel any better on that diet. I don't know how these people were feeling good on it. I felt horrible, had no energy at all. I felt so weak when I would go to the gym. Like my muscles felt so weak, like I was incapable of doing what I needed to do. So I did vegan for a while, eating lots of vegan junk. And then I was like, okay, I want to be healthy. Now my focus is trying to be healthy, but also lose weight. So I slowly started cutting down on all the processed vegan stuff but noticed I was only losing a couple pounds and then just gaining it right back. Even though I was trying my hardest not to, I was avoiding everything. I wasn't eating sugar. I wasn't eating anything processed, but I was still struggling with losing weight. And I was also still feeling hungry all the time, but I was also eating lots of nuts and seeds and avocados. I was like, okay, well, these are higher in calories. So they should keep me fuller longer if I eat a bunch of it. That wasn't working. So I got stuck at 185 and stood there and between 185 and 180 and just kept going back and forth, back and forth for a while. And then I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Apparently I'm doing something wrong, even though everything I'm eating is healthy and I've minimized how much processed stuff I do have, but nothing on the scale is changing. I'm not losing weight at all. I'm staying stuck here. So I started trying to research online again to see what I could find. I did come across this one nutritionist that I was listening to her podcast for a while, but she was not vegan. So she was saying, oh, you have to eat protein. You have to have salmon. You have to have, if you want protein, you have to have salmon or you have to have chicken, you know, try to have that, avoid red meat. I'm like, no, that's not what I want to do. So I kept doing some searching until I came across your videos. And I was like, finally, a vegan nutritionist. So I started watching all your videos. And I was like, wow, I, was like, I want that. I want to do this. I want to do this. And I was like, but is it possible? Like, can this actually work for me? Like, I've tried everything, everything already. And is this going to work for me? Everybody else is saying, yeah, it works for them. And they're, you know, I see all these changes in them. And, but I'm like, will it work for me, though? Like, for me? Like, I really didn't think it was going to work for me. I didn't think I was going to be successful. I just thought I was going to be wasting my time and my, my money. <clears throat> but then I was like, okay, let me send in the application to Emmy. Then I sent it to you and I was like, oh, I wish I didn't do it. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done it. And I was like, okay, well, let's see what happens. So then when we went to the phone call, I was nervous the whole time. I was scared. I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. This isn't going to work. I kept telling myself, every time I thought about it, I always thought the negative. Never thought, but what if it does work? No, I always just stuck to, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. I'm wasting my time. 
Um, so yeah, then I uh, joined the program and have no regrets at all. Best decision I've ever made. And I feel so much better now. I have lots of energy. I don't feel tired. I look great. Everybody keeps complimenting how I'm glowing. I'm actually happy. I feel comfortable in my body. I lost all the weight and then more than I actually expected. Um, I actually thought I was going to get stuck at like 140 because that's where the uh, BMI says I'll be the healthiest. So I was like, yeah, I'm probably just going to get like one pound into the healthy BMI and that's it. But the fact that I actually got into the 130s, I was like, okay, even better. Like, I didn't expect this, but hey, okay. So let's bring it back here. Let's bring it back to the food scarcity when you were a kid. And, you know, you noted that there wasn't, you didn't have a lot. And so food became like this sacred thing that when it was there, you ate it. What was your body image like at that time? Did you have any perception around body image as a kid? Um, yes, but it wasn't until middle school because I used to get picked on for how skinny I was. And so that was as soon once that happened, then I started being really insecure about myself and I started wearing bigger clothes so nobody can actually see how my body looked. <clears throat> and then in high school, I I started developing in high school and I got attention that I didn't want and that made me uncomfortable. And I, even though I used to get comments on the way I looked, I always felt really insecure about the way I looked and didn't think that my body looked like it was supposed to, but I didn't know what it was supposed to look like, if that makes any sense. I love that you said that, Shelly, because you noted that when you were underweight, you were insecure when you were overweight, you were insecure. And then in the sweet spot between those two, you still felt insecure. Mm -hmm. And I, I talk about this with clients a lot that we think it's what our body looks like. It is way deeper than that. It's not just about what our body looks like. I mean, you were bullied for being too skinny and then you became overweight and that wasn't good when you were in between, you were getting attention you didn't want to. So we think it's about our body, but it's not about our body. It's about how we feel about ourselves and our perception and our self-esteem. And what you're experiencing now, the weight that you've released is in the confidence that you feel it's more so a reflection of, and I mean, yes, you are beautiful. You look fantastic. Your before and after is tremendous. But what I really see in that before and after is I can see you. I can see your confidence. I can see your glow. And I can see a smile in your before and after photo. In the after, you're like, I did this. I am in control. Look at what I can do. This is my body and I get to decide how I want it to look. Yeah. So as a kid, underweight, and then started developing in high school. And then once you're on your own, you have your own money, you can buy your own food, nobody's telling you what to do, and you go to the other side of the spectrum. Tell us more about what that was like for you to come from a place of having food scarcity to you know going to fast food at 2 a.m., it just got out of control. Like once I moved out, I was like, okay, for breakfast, I'm going to have some fast food for lunch. I'm having fast food for dinner. Everything has to be fast food, like everywhere. I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't want to cook. 
like I cooking was the last thing I wanted to do. I was like, now that I can actually have access to whatever I want, I'm going to get all those things that I remember thinking as a child, oh, I want to get this, but I can't, you know, ask my parents to get it because they're not going to get it. They don't have money for it. So I was like, okay, well, now that I can get this whole box of ice cream or, or cookies or whatever I want, I'm going to eat the whole thing. <clears throat> and so it just, in my head, I guess, I always thought, because of where I came from, that there was always going to be a scarcity at some point in my life where that food, I wasn't going to have access to that amount of food as much as I wanted anymore. What else was going on in your life at that time? Were you working? Were you in school? Um, no, I was no longer in school. I was actually a stay-at-home mom. Mm. And so I had little ones at home, mm. babies and toddlers. So those trips to the fast food place, what emotion did that give you? Did it give you an escape? Did it give you a high? Tell me about that. Um, it gave me an escape and a high. I wasn't too happy with my living situation, um, but food made me very happy. Like I loved eating food. And I, now that I think about it, I was like, yeah, it was an addiction because all I ever thought about was Oh, food, food, food. What do I want to eat? What do I want to eat? I never thought, am I hungry? No, it's just like, I need to eat. I need to eat. I don't care why. I just need to eat. Food was just always, always on my mind. And so I did feel like an addict. I guess you can say, yeah, because I was always thinking about food and then I would get the food. I would get, be so excited about it and then eat, eat and then just feel wonderful because I ate that food. I didn't even enjoy it. I would just shove it down so fast that I wasn't chewing it and enjoying it. I would just hurry up and eat all the food as fast as I could. What emotions would you have leading up to that? You know, you're driving in the car, going to the fast food place or thinking about maybe your kids are screaming and in your mind you're thinking, but I'm going to go get fast food later, but I'm going to go get fast food. What emotions did you have leading up to eating the food? Mainly stress. I know I was not, I wasn't happy with my living situation. Um, so Food gave me something else to think about. So I wasn't really thinking about too much about my living situation and it got me out of my living situation. So I was like, yes, I'm out of this place and I'm going to a place that's going to give me something that's going to make me feel good. Even if it's just for the moment, it's still going to make me feel better than being over here. Mm. So it, you know, as we always say, it's not just about the food and it's not what we're eating. It's what's eating us. So when you went and you got that fast food, it was an escape. You physically could get out of where you were living. You could be alone. Would you sit in your car? Would you sit in the, in the parking lot of the fast food place? Would you come back home? What did that look um, like? Sometimes I would stay in the car or we would go somewhere. Sometimes I would go, go with my husband. So we would uh, either stay in the parking lot or we would drive somewhere and park there. Or we would just go for drives. Mm. So then you eat the food, you come back home. What's the emotion after eating? Was there any, were there any negative emotions after eating like guilt or physical feelings? What did it look like after you ate the food? Um, after I ate the food, I never felt good. I always felt like stuffed because I did stuff myself and my stomach was not happy with any of the food that I ate. But I didn't care because I got the food that I wanted and it tasted good while I was eating it. 
And afterwards, I didn't start feeling guilty about eating fast food until later when I wanted to start losing weight. But before that, I really didn't care. So I didn't feel guilty about it. And I was like, everybody else does it. So it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And what about body image? What was in, in self-esteem and all of that? How was that at that time? Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. Um, I would complain about my weight all the time and how I would refer to myself as fat and ugly all the time. And my husband would tell me, no, you're not. You're beautiful. And I'm like, no, I'm fat and ugly. Like, look at me. I am. And I would always just, I always wore clothes to just cover up my body as much as I could. Baggy clothes, shirts, pants, because I didn't want to see my body and I didn't want anybody else to see it. Like, I didn't want nobody to be able to see any kind of figure or shape of my body at all because I was just so embarrassed and ashamed of it, but I didn't want to do anything about it. It's interesting because you were experiencing these two emotions. One was everybody does this. I don't care. I'm going to eat this way. People eat this way, whatever. But at the same time, feeling negative about how you feel about your body. Yeah, that I used to fight with myself a lot because as I would eat the food, sometimes I would tell myself, you know, this isn't good for you. Like you can't be eating like this forever. You know, you're going to end up in the hospital if you keep eating like this. Like, eh, that's a problem for later. I don't care. So I would just do it anyway. It's like, it's making me feel good right now. So whatever happens later down the line, that's for later, not now. So let me just have this and enjoy this now. It's that instant gratification that the food gives you. Yep. I just want to feel okay right now. Something that we talk about though, is that you can't selectively numb your emotions. Brene Brown talks about this, that if you want to numb the emotion of stress, you can numb the emotion of stress, but guess what else you're going to numb? The emotion of joy, the emotion of happiness, you numb everything. You can't just numb one emotion. You feel numb completely. And that's what happens with these addictive behaviors. And something else is that we're not so much addicted to substances as we are behaviors. So for you going to get the fast food, it wasn't just about the fast food. Like we talked about, it was leaving your house, getting out of that living situation, going into the car, driving with your husband, ordering the food, getting the bag of the food, opening it up, taking the first bite. It's that whole behavior that becomes addictive. And it's so much deeper than just what we're eating and the food. So I really appreciate you talking about this. I know that people are listening and thinking, oh my goodness, I thought I was the only person that did this. So you're amazing for talking about this. Okay. So then we, after your pregnancy, you get up to about 230 pounds during your pregnancy. And then after, uh, with your last, you got under 200 And then you started to say, you know what? I think I'm going to start to research this and look into this. What was it that triggered this, triggered you to make you want to do this? Because it sounds like beforehand you were like, I don't care, problem for later. And then all of a sudden you said, okay, now's the time. How did, how did that shift happen? Well, while I was pregnant with my last child, I was gaining a lot of weight and I was completely miserable And every time I, you know, I had to weigh myself because I was pregnant. So every time I would go to the doctors and weigh myself, and I just kept seeing that number get higher and higher, I would just get even more and more depressed. And I would actually cry about it. I was crying throughout my whole pregnancy because I was just miserable. I felt heavy, really heavy. 
And then people would also make a lot of rude comments to me like, oh, how many babies are you carrying in there? Because my stomach was really big. Only one baby. There's only one baby in there. But nobody, even my family was like, no, you got twins or at least triplets in there. There's no way it's just one. Like there's only one baby. But so that made me feel even worse about myself was like, okay, I guess I'm that, like I've gotten that big. So that's what really like stuck with me. It was like, I just feel completely miserable. And the fact that I weighed so much and all the extra pain I was feeling, I was like, I can't blame this all on pregnancy. It's the weight, like all the back pain I was having, my legs, my feet. I was like, I can feel the extra weight in my body and it's hurting everything. My body's hurting. I'm doing something bad to myself. This doesn't feel right. So all of that like got me scared and was like, okay, if I don't change something, I'm going to end up in the hospital. And that's not what I want. It's like something needs to change. You don't like how you feel. You don't like how you look. So you need to do something. So then you, you started to do something and you did the HCG, which bless your heart (laughs) stuff is intense, 500 calories a day. You lost weight, regained it, and then you ended up going low carb, ended up doing keto. You felt horrible, but you were losing weight, so you kept going. And then you discovered the documentaries and discovered going vegan. And so you decided to go vegan. Now, after going vegan, the floodgates opened because you were finally eating carbs again, and there's all this delicious junk food. So the weight started to come back up but you are feeling better. So now you're pulled in two directions. I feel better, but my weight is back up. Did you ever start to think maybe this is mutually exclusive? Maybe I can either be at a low weight and feel horrible, or I can be at a high weight and I can feel good, but I don't know if I can have the both of them. Did that ever cross your mind? Yeah. When I was on keto and I felt so horrible, I was like, okay, is there anything else I can try that's going to make me feel better? And then once I became vegan, I started noticing things were changing. Like my stomach, I wasn't having as much stomach pains or feeling as nauseous as I did when I ate. For Every time I ate something on keto, I would get nauseous. I would be really nauseous. It's like, okay, I guess this is just a side effect. Like it's just something I have to endure. So I would just endure it. And I was drinking, consuming a lot of energy drinks to make up for the fact that I felt so horrible just to get through the day. But then, you know, once I got vegan and that got me feeling better and I was like, okay, I don't have to drink all these energy drinks. I was like, okay, so maybe vegan is the answer, but I still wasn't feeling a hundred percent better. I was still like, dependent upon the vegan product I ate, especially if I had a lot of oil, I started feeling really bad, like really gassy. My stomach started feeling upset and I just started feeling nauseous. I was like, okay, um, so I'm feeling a little better, but I'm still having stomach issues. I was like, okay, it has to be the junk food. So then that's why I started slowly getting rid of the junk food. It was like, okay, it has to be all that processed stuff because I know none of that's good for you. So then gradually I was like, okay, let me just start getting rid of that then and see how things work out. And I did start feeling better, but the weight still wasn't coming off, but it was probably because I was eating so much fatty stuff, avocados, nuts, and seeds, like a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So then in August we met and I would classify the way that we met, your approach was a bit timid. 
I remember that the application that you sent in, there was very little information about what your background was, but I was intrigued um, because you said you'd been following me for 13 months. And so I go, okay, this is interesting because your application, there's not much in there, but you've been following for a long time. So what I gathered from that was that you were just a little bit timid about, will this work for me? Uh, and it sounds like you took a big leap of faith. Do you want to talk about that? What it was that made you say, okay, I'm going to dive in. I don't know if this is going to work. I was scared. I was scared out of my mind. Like I did not know what was going to happen. The biggest thing for me was the money. I was like, okay, um, this is a huge risk and this is a lot of money. And I was like, okay, so if I do this and then it doesn't work, I don't, I'm going to be even feel worse than what I do right now. And I was in a horrible place, horrible place. I didn't like myself in any way. I was very miserable, crying all the time, very depressed, just angry with life and just fed up, completely fed up with everything. And after watching your videos for a while and I was telling my husband and I told my husband that you have a program, he goes, well, maybe you should do it you've tried all of this, all of these different things for so long. The one thing you haven't done is actually work with a nutritionist. So maybe you should try it. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. But after he, talking to him, he was like, you should just do it. I was like, okay, fine. He gave me the extra push I needed to, to do it. So I was like, fine, I'll fill out the application. But after, right after I did it, I felt regretful for it. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, where am I going to come up with the money for this? Can I actually afford this? How am I going to do this? And I was like, what if it doesn't work? And I was like, but let's just see let's just see and I was like okay so then when I got the call when we started talking I was like okay I was still doubtful very doubtful still scared nervous I was like but this was the one thing that I haven't tried yet I was like you've tried everything else you've done so much research online and you've tried doing everything the one thing you haven't done was get help so this has to work I was like this just has to work I'm so happy that you took this for faith because we're having this great interview today. And there are so many people listening that so identify with this and feel alone. And you're speaking to so many people that are in this position. And it happened because you bet on yourself and you invest in yourself. I often hear people say, I invested in this program. I invested in this program. I invest in work with you. I invest in work with you. You didn't invest in a program. You invested in yourself. And that's the best investment that you can make. Um, and even worse than failing is a year from now being in the same spot. That's the worst feeling of all. And I'm just so thrilled with your results. I'm, I'm just so happy <laughs> for you. Um, okay, so we start working together and I'm gonna put your weight metrics. Um, I'm gonna, not gonna put the numbers like kind of if you want, but. I'm going to put your weight graph up on the screen now so people can see the trajectory going downward. But what I want to talk about is the fact that it wasn't perfectly downward and we usually don't see weights that go perfectly downward. Do you want to talk about that? The fact that you've lost a tremendous amount of weight. I mean, Shelly, this is crazy. <laughs> on your intake form, when we first started working together, you put in your goal was to lose 47 pounds. You lost <laughs> exactly 47 pounds. <laughs> That's insane. Because it's such a funny number. But anyway, uh, looking at your weight metrics, we see that it, it it's 
I mean, you lost 47 pounds, so obviously it went down, but there were little ups and downs along the way. Do you want to talk about what it was like when you'd see your weight go up a little bit and how the emotions you would experience and the thoughts? Yeah. At first, when my weight would go up after it went down, I would, I would be very hard on myself, very hard on myself. I was like, okay, what did I do? I did something wrong. I can't believe I did this. This is going the wrong way. I'm supposed to be losing, not gaining. I can't understand what I'm doing because I thought that I did something wrong and that's why the scale went up. So I need to make up for it somehow. But working with my mindset coach, she was, you know, and listening to all your videos, I kept telling myself, I need to just breathe, just take it easy understanding that there's other things that impact your weight other than the food you eat, your hormones, bloating, like there's lots, too many things that impact it on this. And it's going to reflect on the scale, but that doesn't necessarily mean you've actually gained that weight. It could just be water weight, which after beating myself up months and months for it, I was like, yeah, this is water rate. Like it's becoming that time of the month. So I started realizing, okay, yeah, a couple days before I start getting really bloated. So if it says I gained weight, it's not really weight. It's just my hormones and my body doing what it got to do. You know, if you look back at yourself at that time, you can so logically say, okay, this makes sense. When you're on the other side of it, after you've lost the weight, you can look back and you can say, okay, that was normal. There are fluctuations, there's bloating, there's glycogen stores. Do you think during that time though, there's any way that you can fully trust that? I I know we say to our clients so often, we say, please just trust us, just trust us. And if a client does feel a little bit out of sorts or a little bit emotional about it, they say, I know I'm supposed to trust the process. I know I'm supposed to trust the process, but it's really hard and it's okay if you feel or dis- you feel some distrust with the process because you really can only fully trust the process when you're on the other side and it's this catch 22 like chinese finger trap looking back do you you know you can't blame your old self for feeling that way right no, I don't. I do look back at myself and wish I knew everything because it's like, it's so logical. But then it's like, well, you didn't know. So if you didn't know, you don't know. I was like, well, I, I can't beat myself up for something I didn't know. I mean, it's, it doesn't make any sense to do that. But now that I know, it's like, yeah, I really wish I, I just really wish I didn't stress out as much as I did. Like, I wish I didn't stress so much at the beginning and I wish it didn't take as long for me to finally be like, okay, just let it go. Just, it's going to happen. You just got to give it time. It just took me too long and I wish it didn't. So then I could have enjoyed the process a lot more than what I did. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're saying that because it really does require this leap of faith because your, your future self, we can't predict the future, but our future self will look back on our old self and be like, you worried so much and this worked. It it was going to work this whole time, but you were so worried about it. So thank you for saying that to anybody who's going through it right now. What would you say to somebody who's at the beginning stages or maybe where you were in August of last year? Well, talk to you, (laughs) talk to you for one. And just be compassionate with yourself. I mean, you didn't gain the weight magically overnight. It took time to gain all that weight. So just like it took time to gain it, it's going to take time to lose it. 
and don't get so crazy over the scale. Like I was obsessive over the scale, really obsessive. And I shouldn't have obsessed over it because there were other things that mattered that was more important. Like I felt great. I have energy. I can actually go out and do the things I want to do. Like I want to work out. I want to lift heavy now so I can go and do it because I have the energy. I don't have to rely on an energy drink to get me through my workouts anymore. I can actually sleep very well at night now. I don't wake up a bunch of times in the middle of the night because I'm uncomfortable or I don't feel good. Mm. What, um, tell us about your primary foods that you've been filling up on. Meditation. I started that back in Jan. Well, I started a little bit last year, but I wasn't consistent until January 1st of this year. I've meditated every day, every morning. Um, and I journal afterwards. I also go for walks with my puppies in the morning, first thing in the morning. So we're the first ones awake, walking around in the dark, hearing the birds singing, um, spending time with my kids, whether that's shopping or going to the park or whatever it is they want to do, or uh, playing video games with my family, watching movies, um, painting, although I'm not great at it, I just do it for fun. Mm -hmm. um, I like doing arts and crafts. Um, Working out is something that I've always loved doing and I love it even more now, now that I'm not struggling like I used to. I lift weights several times a week. Um, I go for walks, I'm doing yoga again. Now that I don't, I used to struggle with yoga and I did it anyway because I enjoyed it, but then I had to stop because of the weight. It would put so much pressure on my hands and feet, but now I don't have to worry about that and I can do yoga perfectly fine. <laughs> And um, tell us about your relationship with food these days. It's not on my mind as much as it used to be. Like food used to constantly be on my mind. Like, okay, what am I going to eat? What can I have for snacks? What can I do for this and that? And I would try to come up with the most elaborate things for dinner. Now, not so much. If I don't feel like cooking, then we'll do the simplest thing, which is maybe some grits and like green beans. And that's it. Before I did not like simplicity, it used to bother me. I was like, no, if I'm gonna eat, it has to be this big elaborate thing. And otherwise I'm not gonna eat. But now it's like, no, if I just want something simple and not have to stand in the kitchen forever, I'm just gonna make whatever simple and easy. I don't really care. Mm -hmm. And you also noted that people are saying to you, like, you look great. Talk to us more about that. How is everything going socially and other people noticing that? You, I mean, you've lost a significant amount of weight. Yeah. Um, I have people asking me, like, you're glowing. You look great. I'm like, yeah, I'm happy. I'm, happy. I'm actually happy. I feel good about myself. I feel good. I'm no longer, I no longer feel depressed about the way I look. I actually love myself. I love my body and I feel comfortable in my, with my, my body and just the way I feel like I, for the first time, actually feel healthy all around mentally and physically with, with my being, with my whole being, I just feel so much better. And I look back at the person I was before we talked and I remember how I felt. I felt horrible about myself. I was just such in a dark place and thought I was gonna be stuck there forever. And I was just gonna be miserable forever. I didn't ever think I was gonna like myself. I didn't ever think I was gonna be comfortable in my body. 
I always thought, yeah, like this is it. I'm just going to sit in this hole and just stay here and just be miserable forever. But now that I'm not there anymore, like I can't believe like that's where I was. Like the difference between then and now, it's huge. Even my husband and my kids notice it. You're you again. I mean, you love bright colors. And I mean, you can see right now, there's all the colors and the butterflies and that that's who you really are. And finally you're aligned in that. Whereas before you, you weren't yourself. Yeah. Um, before I just, I tried to hide as much as possible, wear dark colors, big baggy clothes. Like, don't, don't look at me. Like, I don't want anybody looking at me. I did whatever possible to make sure I didn't stand out because I didn't want anybody looking at me for anything. But now it's completely different. Like I always, even as a little kid, I love dressing up and being in our elaborate bright clothes. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that again because I hid myself for so long just because of how I felt. Like I don't want to live like that anymore. So now I'm wearing bright, colorful clothes. I'm wearing whatever I feel comfortable in. Well, we're coming to the end of our time. Is there anything else you want to chat about? Um, I'm not really sure. <laughs> what advice would you give to somebody who's listening to this and they're like, wow, I resonate with this story so much. If you resonate with this story, then I think you really should talk to Emmy. It will be the best decision you make. You will not regret it. And not only will you fix your relationship with food and lose weight, you will just feel so much better about yourself and you will look at life differently. Like you won't be obsessive over food anymore. You would enjoy life. Thanks for listening, honey. Come say hi at Healthy Emmy on Instagram and join our private Facebook group, The Healthy Honeys, where you can get started losing weight on a plant-based lifestyle. I'll see you in there and everything is linked in the show notes. Mwah.